You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Ken Davenport. Welcome back to episode number 233 of the Producer's Perspective Podcast. That is a lot of me talking. This episode, we're going to talk about something that is rumored to be coming to Broadway, a very traditional element of the Broadway structure may be changing when we return. I'm going to talk about that next. I want to be a producer with a hit show on Broadway. You're listening to the Producer's Perspective Podcast with your host, Tony Award winner, Ken Davenport. Hey, it's Ken. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and I hope it's pulling back the curtain on this business of Broadway. If you're looking to learn more about what makes this industry tick, go to my website, kendavenport.com, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. I'll send you one email a week, one article about what I'm seeing, trends, insights, marketing ideas on what's happening on Broadway right now. That's kendavenport.com. Hope to see you there and in your inbox. Hey everybody, it's Ken Davenport here. So look, we're gonna go way back in time now to the beginning of my blog in 2007. That's right, 14 years ago. If I had had a kid then, they would be a teenager right now. That's when I started blogging. I, I feel old, my blog should feel old. Hopefully you don't feel old. Uh, 14 years ago, I wrote a blog entitled Eight Shows a What? which questioned why the eight-show-a-week model that exists on Broadway and in major theaters across the country and tours, why that model even exists. Like, who came up with eight shows a week? I did a lot of research on this, by the way. You know what I came up with? You know what the reason is why it's eight shows? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. It had to be subject to the supply and demand at the time right? You would think that that's what they would have done. Oh, there's there's a demand for this many shows, so we'll come up with contracts around that model. Well, it's like 100 years later, right? Supply and demand has changed. There's a lot of different entertainment options today, a lot more than there were back then. But Broadway being Broadway uh, and based on such traditions, it continues today. It continues today, right? Now, Here's some interesting case study data for you. So when I was started producing, I started Off-Broadway. And Off-Broadway has more flexibility than on. And the first two shows that I produced, uh, three shows that I produced Off-Broadway, two of them didn't do eight shows a week. There's a specific contract in the Off-Broadway Uh, in the Off-Broadway equity model that allows you to do fewer than eight shows a week. So I chose to do that because I didn't think there would be a demand for these types of shows. So I did three. One, uh, One ran eight shows a week and the other two didn't. And guess what? Here's the case study. The shows that did less than eight shows a week were more commercially successful than the shows that did eight. That's right. There is a blog about this. Uh, Google it or email me and we'll send it to you. But again, let me just repeat that. The shows that did less than eight shows a week off-Broadway of the three were more commercially successful than the shows that did eight, right? Now, what's the takeaway from this? Well, again, maybe supply and demand has changed. And certainly coming out of the pandemic, supply and demand will have changed again. And the news that broke very recently was that one of the things under discussion between the Broadway League and unions may very well be a prorated return. That for the first time, 
Broadway shows might be able to do fewer than eight shows a week and, of course, pay less as well, right? Fewer shows per week, which would allow fewer costs. It would allow you to reduce expenses. And since we anticipate that demand may be a little less for some shows when we get back to uh, up and running again, this seems to make a lot of sense. Now, it, I'm a big supporter of this. One, I've seen it work off-Broadway. It only works, however, if everybody does it. It only works if everybody comes together in this industry, from theater owners to general managers, everybody says, look, we've only got four shows of income. Therefore, we have to take a cut here. We have to band together to help get Broadway back up and running again. But I believe that if we come up with a prorated solution, it could mean that more shows could come back and come back faster because they'd be willing to take a risk, right? Because they don't have to fill eight shows a week. They only have to fill four or five or six, which means they don't have to advertise as much. So they're reducing that expense. They shouldn't have to pay as much rent. And here's the big kicker. When you have fewer shows, and this is something that I experienced off-Broadway, when you have fewer shows and the same demand, you can bottle those people up into those theaters and fill them up, which creates a much better experience rather than spreading them out over more shows. If only 2,000 people are going to see a, sh uh, a show in one week, would you rather have, would you rather have them all in a couple of shows or spread out over eight? I think you know what's going to create the best experience. So number one, I'm a big believer in this pro rating model as we come back. And two, this is something that you should look at as well. If you are out in the world, you're running a theater or any kind of business and looking to come back after the pandemic, maybe don't open 24 seven. Roll yourself back a little bit slowly. Keep your expenses at a minimum until you can get up to a maximum of capacity. We'll see you next time on the Producers Perspective Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Producers Perspective podcast. If you found this episode informative, educational, inspirational, or just entertaining, uh, do me a favor and share this episode with another theater maker or two in your life. My mission is to amplify the conversation about theater because if we get more people talking about it, we'll get more people making it, we'll get more people seeing it, it will be great for the industry as a whole. If you want more of my daily perspectives on theater and Broadway, check out my blog at theproducersperspective.com or check out my social media accounts at Ken Davenport B-Way on Instagram and at Ken Davenport on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We'll see you for the next episode. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 